welcome to another week of Disney Moms Gone Wrong. I am here with my lovely ladies today. Hello, hello. It's Susie. And unfortunately, all I have is H2O. You know, gotta stay hydrated. Bullshit. (laughs) I'm disappointed. I'm sad. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's here. And I don't even have water. Because... (laughs) I was asleep. And because she's scared. <laughs> and they had to call me. scared of the Wake my ass up. Okay, it's not just a spider. It's like, what's what's that one from Harry Potter? That big, fat, huge one? That bitch is in my garage you guys, right now. I'm about to aloha more his ass You guys with don't some understand. Bleach. She's literally sitting with a Clorox spray bottle <laughs> waiting for that bitch to come out. And I killed its yeah, baby. Yeah, she was like, uh. Like, I couldn't get the spider, but she I got his heart. I got his children. Like, I can't so get you, but I'm breaking your spirit. <laughs> it's some blood and blood out. <laughs> shit, I'm back for revenge, Sarah. You gotta be careful. Oh, this is not good. I would not. I yeah, no. I would like maybe just light your house on mm. fire. Uh, I'd, it's already burning. That's yeah. why you got to there's, record this shit up, there's legitimately like. A portion of my backyard that I purposely do not tread on because one time I saw a black widow and I couldn't kill it like fast enough. And so I'm like, all right, don't need to go in that part of my backyard anymore. <laughs> right? Nope, never. I love that like in our minds, it's like the spiders don't continue moving. Like, nope, that's where they live. That's where we saw it. That's where they live. They don't use those eight legs for moving to get anywhere else. Just right fucking yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, you guys. Well, today. We have a special guest. Um, I've been waiting to have this person on for a few episodes now. They've been waiting to get a little bit of an invite. So today with us, we have my husband. Hi, husband. Husband. Hi, Paul. Oh, Lord. He sounds so excited to be on this episode. (laughs) I'm like, what the F? Let's hype him up. Oh, yeah. Right, and I have I have good Black Widow stories. Oh yeah, no, I don't fuck with Black Widow. (gasps) Remember when I I stuck my hand in the hole a couple of weeks ago, and then there was. Can we be clear what we're talking about? In the yard. Thank you. I was pushing the sprinklers. Oh my! (laughs) Just for clarifying. There's children on this episode. I was fixing the sprinklers, and right before I put my hand into a huge hole in the yard, I was like, maybe I should look in it. And there were literally like four black widows in it. Oh no! So then My I husband, MDK'd guys. them, and so they, uh, they got flooded. And then I sprayed stuff, and I flooded them again. Take that! And, yeah, he waterboarded yes. some really, bitches. Really but then I actually still put my hand in there because I still had to fix the sprinklers, so I couldn't just not nope, go there. No, anymore. I just wouldn't have sprinklers. It's fine. Don't worry about the shits. I nope. Put Mm-mm. some dirt on it. Walk away. It's a done deal. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. All of a sudden, yep. our grass is as tall as the house. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's Narnia. It's brown. It's fine. Okay, we're in a drought. It's brown. We're in a fucking drought. I'm doing my part. Don't fucking worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> don't worry about it. Kill those All right, you guys. So we are jumping back into Marvel. And I know some of you remember when we did Thor. And I know you guys were like, they can't do it. And then we did Thor and you guys were like, yeah, we were right. They can't do it. And it's fine. It's fine. It was a fucking blast and it's fine. Um, but we are bringing you Black Panther. Yes. Now. Yeah. Husband, I need you to close your ears real quick. Before. Yeah, thank you. 
before we even get into this movie, can we just take a minute to like googly eye all of these sexy ass characters in this movie? Oh, oh yes, like, like please. <laughs> oh, like he's doing he's that. Like, I want. He's like, wait a minute. I want to also. I also uh, want to be a part of this. Yeah. Yes. Can we please talk about all of the attractiveness in this movie? Yeah. Like. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. It's a. Per- mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Yes. You guys. It is a good looking clap. We like, had past. like. Randall. They went to the cream of they the did. crop. They were like, who is the sexiest MFs we can get on this movie? And they got every damn one of them. Yes. So I believe it just mm-hmm. without such a, a doubt. Stellar cast. I think the people that truly need a round of applause in this movie are like the casting people, right? Like the ones who actually brought these actors into this movie because just perfect. <laughs> um, a thousand. So percent. I'm I'm gonna um totally destroy names, and I do not want to do that this episode. So I am going to just give a couple shout outs to um Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. Such a phenomenal actor, such an attractive actor, but he just he's just so phenomenal. Um with Black Panther 2 coming out, I'm I'm sad to not be having him in yeah. it. Um, but I'm hoping that it's just a very nice kind of tribute. Um, Michael B. Gordon. Michael mm, <laughs> Hello, yes. hello. Yes. Um, we have Sterling Brown, aka Randall. If you watch This Is Us, you know what I'm talking about. We have Angela, hot as hell, still Bassett. (sighs) That woman is a queen. She's a queen. Queen. We have Forrest Whitaker, you guys. It it doesn't stop. I'm just like looking through to kind of get an array of like just throwing some names Mm -hmm. out. And if I missed anyone that you really want to mention, please, please, please mention them. Because this movie is full of... Raw talent. Lupita. Lupita. Mm -hmm. Are we just talking about the talent part now? All of them. We talked about because it's on my list though. Because like some of the things that I mentioned or I thought about was like the the talent in it and like new talent too. Like a lot of these people, the wider array of people may not know. So like not everybody knows Michael B. Jordan. Not everybody. Well, clearly no one knew Lupita Nyong'o. Um, but like Alex Hibbert, who's a child, the child in the very, like in the last scene, before the last scene, if that makes sense. Like the Oakland scene. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes. He oh, is yeah. in, he's the star of this show called The Shy, which is an amazing show. And he also starred in Moonlight, which won a ton of awards. He was one oh, of the stars yeah, in Moonlight. yeah, he was. But this was, like, his first break. So, like, it was a big break for a lot of people who are now actually getting bigger names. Yeah, I agree. Because Lupita, I feel like you did not hear her name at all until after right. Black Panther. Right. And even, I think her name's Danita? I don't... Denaya. Yes. Denaya Guerrero, who plays Okai. Didn't hear about her until be, until uh, Black yeah. Panther. Such a um, just phenomenal casting. Honestly, like probably one of the best casting castings I think um, in a, in a movie I've watched. Like I just everyone is so strong and powerful, and 
It's like, you know, you can watch um, a movie and you could love the movie, but you could like live without like, oh, I could have done without these handful of people or I could have done without the like they didn't add any value. Every person in this movie added value to this movie. And even like the the there was like breaks Mm -hmm. of humor, right? Like the relationship that T'Challa had with his sister, like the moments like, yes, she like is flipping her brother off and like behind his mom's back. Oh, my God. You know, know, knock it off kind of thing. And it's like, yeah, that sounds like something we would be doing with our own siblings. Right. Absolutely. So I love how the director like kind of added that into the movie to kind of give it a little bit of humor and take a not take away, but to just kind of relax from like all of the action that was going on in that movie. (laughs) Absolutely. So before we move much further, um, does someone want to give, just in case somebody has not seen this epic movie, um, a synopsis of what we're watching? Like, what is Black Panther? I'll do it. Um, Okay, so Black Panther, it, it, the whole point of the movie is that there is the main character, T'Challa. He is now king of Wakanda. Um, His dad, died and he was there when his dad died he was supposed to protect him couldn't do it dad died um but now that he's a king he is learning deep deep secrets that the family has had um that essentially affects him being king right and so he has to learn all of those secrets and kind of like not fix them, but fix them. And at the same time, also learn about like, what does being a Black Panther mean? Right? Like, because one of the biggest things is that like, Wakanda has so many different resources, and yet they're not sharing it with other people who belong to Wakanda. Right. Something like that, right? So um, one thing I personally appreciate about this movie is um, how well represented the women of Wakanda are. Um, And I think that it's something that's extremely, as a woman, um, even just as a white woman, I just think that's so strong and amazing to see such a large presence of females really running a big part of the movie. Mm But I also find, and and Paul, maybe you can speak into this, but I also find that in, in like, you know, the, the Black community, I do feel like women are often like, you know, this is my queen. They're, they're very pumped up. And I don't feel like that is kind of spread around. Am I, am, I, am I interpreting that correctly? No, absolutely. I think in the, in the community, like, you know, that, that is the rock. So you find that while there is the king and there's going to be another king, the, you know, the top warriors were the women, the top supporters the you know, his mother was very important. She was, she was a, a big, you know, big, big brain in that. And, and the conversation that she had mentioned having with her father when she was taught or his father, actually T'Challa's father who had passed the previous king, you know, it was clear that she was important. Like she was the rock. And that is something that is 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 really kind of travels through the, the 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 black community. Is you know the mother is the rock, and they they are warriors. They're strong. You know, I even notice it in um, yeah. in like everyday life how how well that community really does uphold their women and and um, cherish them and 
you know, put them almost like on a pedestal. Like you're always, you know, um, representing, even in like in this movie, the sister is so smart and she's, you know, work, she's making, she's yes. making that dope ass car. She makes his suit that like absorbs when it gets hit and then it can, you know, exert that power into something. And I think they highlight so well. And if you're thinking of everyday life, like, you know, girls, we've talked about before how like the workforce isn't always built for us no. women. Like it's not always built for nope. for us to succeed, for mothers to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, here we see this movie and it's just so based around like, you know, this culture. And then you see like, for me, like I really saw the empowerment of like the women of their culture. And I just felt like what an amazing like tribute to their yeah. women that part of the movie One was. One thing that I want to add is that like though the movie like highlighted how smart um the sister was and how like tech savvy she was, they also showed in the movie like her taking some of the grunt because she was a woman and because she was the little sister. You know, like during the original challenge mm-hmm. when uh, Umbaku came through and he was all like, you know, what the fuck? Like why are we why are we having this king you know, be our king when he's doing all these things wrong and he has this, you know, little girl child like running our technology. Like this doesn't make any sense. And it's just like, wow, that was really disrespectful. <laughs> you know, like she's super yeah. smart. And yet all you can see is a child or a girl. Yeah. Like, she's a little you know, girl. It, it, they show that throughout the movie. So, yeah, I completely understand. There was um, a good representation in that because they showed the good and the bad. Yeah. Well, I love how it was, it was beautifully subtle. Like, it wasn't like, the women had such a strong part, and you knew it throughout the whole entire movie, but it wasn't, they weren't Mm -hmm. the main characters of the movie, right? Like, it was about T'Challa and his journey, but how beautiful and how strong they made them without even saying words. Like, not just because they were holding spears and because they were, you know, kicking ass and you know had these rocking hard abs like it was their presence that they exuded beyond a script and it was just that subtle fierceness that sometimes you know we i think believe or as a society we kind of put that if you're gonna be a strong woman you need to have all the like all these different attributes or else you're weak you're not strong whatever but it was that subtleness. And then I loved, I loved how they also showed the queen mother and Suri mm-hmm. crying over yes. T'Challa because there is like, they are still strong. They are still fierce and formidable, but they can also grieve and cry. And it was still, they did not lose any of I their agree. power in that moment only to gain more. So I do love how it showed that they didn't downplay women. They didn't play off any women's stereotypes they empowered Mm -hmm. them without even using words and i thought that was and that went back to their casting and like how strong they portrayed women so i love so ladies i have to ask we're talking about wakanda right and the good and bad the ugly of this movie tell me how good of an actor how good was this actor being at bad ulysses ulysses of the movie remember the the is he british right the original yeah. dude with the fake hand. With the arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was such yeah, him. 
he was such a good actor for his role. I don't think I've ever seen him in any other like TV show, movie, or anything like that except Black Panther. And I absolutely fell in love with his acting. I I have seen him on other things, and I do like I love him. I think he does such a great job. Like he's so good. Yeah, I I um at first I was like having a hard time getting into his character. And I think it was just a little bit of like grasping his role and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but once like everything kind of like made sense to me, then I'm then I was able to definitely enjoy his character a little more. I sometimes have trouble when movies go from like serious, serious to like, oh, we're going to make a joke. Serious, serious. We're going to make a joke. Sometimes I have like trouble like going back and forth because I'm in like that serious mode. The break in the humor to me, like sometimes just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I kind of like realized that's how it's supposed to be, we watched another movie kind of like that same. I think it was Thor, actually. Once I realized that, like, oh, that's how it's supposed to oh, be. Yeah. Like, there's supposed to be these breaks. Then it's so much easier for me to watch. And then I can definitely enjoy him a little bit more. What are your thoughts, Paul? Oh, the guy kind of, no. it almost reminds me of oh. the Joker. In the sense that that guy yeah. was kind of supposed yeah. to be funny. Like, he, was, he wasn't taking the fact that he was an evil man seriously. Like, he thought it was kind of funny. And it almost made him worse because he just didn't care. Like, it was just. He wasn't out there for anything more than to hurt, kill, and and get power. Yeah. You know, and it was very obvious that he also just was having fun with mm-hmm. it. Where a lot of times villains aren't fun. They're not funny. And this guy was just very much like, I'm going to have fun. And this is, this is going to be my thing. And here's my merry band of brothers. So. Right. <laughs> He's like the drunk uncle that just does bad <laughs> things. Like, we all have that person in our family that you're like, man, you're so much fun. But why do you have no moral Zero. compass? Like, we need we to talk about this. We may or may not this. be those people in our families. We're not telling you guys. Don't worry about it. We ain't telling okay. you. So would that make him like the perfect partner to get crazy shit done for Eric? Right? That would make sense how both of them are together. Right? Because Eric, he's very, like, skillful with his words. Like, he is really, I feel like he's really good at, like, playing mind games uh, in this movie. And maybe that's why they, like, paired them together in this movie. Like, I could see how they ended up, right? Because the white guy, Ulises, he's just fucking crazy. And he wants power. And this guy's like, all right, I'll show you the power, but I know I'm stronger than you. So, I mean, we know at the end he ended up killing him. So. Right. (laughs) Right. Spoiler alert. (laughs) I mean, it does make sense. Like, and it also provides that the balance between the two, because like. Killmonger, Eric. (laughs) <laughs> your husband I don't know but like it, <laughs> we don't know we don't know where we're going down there but like he was he was more on the serious side and it was like his whole background was to be like the silent right. kill whereas the other guy it's a great distraction you're so busy looking over here that you don't see what mm-hmm. my hand is doing over you know over to the side and so that's what is it? What's the saying? Real G's move in silence. That's what he did. 
Facts. Big facts. Now, um, when Black Panther came out, when the, you know, in the making of Black Panther, um, we've talked about inside the movie, like, you know, Wakanda, the huge presence of like a culture that's not always well represented in this industry. Um, it, how well individually, how did this movie make you feel? I think it did two things. Number one, it made me feel like it was a, it was a celebration of, of a black centric film that also didn't have to be a black movie. So mm. you, you look at a movie where you say, okay, most of the cast are African-American or African. I could, quite a few of them are just African. Um, but, they, but the movie itself included multiple people, and it wasn't about being an African-American. It was just a movie about life and culture and people that didn't, that, that could vibe with anyone. Yeah. Um, and the the bad people weren't a race or a nation or anything. It was, it was the world. It was a culture. It was everybody. The enemy wasn't from America or from London or from wherever. They were from everywhere. You know, the, the, not, I guess not the enemy, but the, the people they were trying to protect themselves from and make sure didn't steal their culture. Um, so it felt good. It felt empowering. It felt like, Hey, we can do movies that aren't just, you know, comedies that aren't just bit roles mm -hmm. that aren't, um, I'm trying to think of the guy's name that does all the movies. Medea? Um, like Medea yes. movies. You know? Yeah, exactly. Tyler yeah. Perry. Like, you know, so like we Tyler can do, we can do oh other films yeah. besides Medea movies. Like it was a serious movie that. Tyler Perry. <laughs> You just see Medea, Medea in Wakanda. I'm just saying, Tyler Perry. We got your spinoff right the, here. The, the next Disney movie. Uh, make it happen. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry goes to Wakanda. Yeah, that's the next one. You know they um, um they asked Martin Freeman um what it felt like to be one of the few non-black actors on set. And he said, you think, right? This is what black actors feel like all of the time. And he said him and um, Andy Serkis were known as the Tolkien white guys on set. And I just, it really made, um, and they called them the not token white guys, but the Tolkien white guys because they were in Lord of the Rings. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. But it just, it this really makes you golem. think when you when you think of you know the movie industry like that that really is how it it works mm -hmm. like there really are not a lot of movies that are just this immersive into a culture and like me personally being a mom you know my son is mixed my stepdaughter's mixed like having these movies that my son can look at the screen and see himself in such a strong prominent position like I I love that like I love mm -hmm. that for him. You know, like you don't, there's not a lot of movies that, that you can do that. And but also when you go see it too, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say when I, when I, when I no, went Paul, to first see guest. it, like, I mean, take, I saw it probably like charge. three times in the first month, every single time there were little white kids in, in Black Panther costumes. There were, yeah. you know, little Latino kids in, in, you know, different costumes. Like it wasn't, it wasn't about the race, but it, it but like it. It was so subtle that, like, I 
sometimes feel like that's what can change people, mm-hmm. right? Because when you stop thinking about it and just see an amazing film and mm-hmm. your little kids want to be the Black Panther, you know, for Halloween mm-hmm. or for whatever it is, that's that's where, where any sort of change happens. But I just remember, like, I saw it, I think, the second day, and there was at least three little white kids in a, in a T'Challa costume. And it's like, that's, that's progress. That's awesome. Did, did their T'Challa costume match your T'Challa uh, costume? Like... Did, Did you guys have the same one? Like, I probably had on like Jordans and a t-shirt and a hat. So he had the real T'Challa. He it's had okay. the real T'Challa. It's okay, Paul. You ain't gotta Paul play. Had, like we know you went. You went full Paul dressed had the up. Offset T'Challa costume on the yeah. offset off screen. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. It's funny as we, you know it. as we're talking about Martin Freeman's experience, like as the Tolkien right white white guy in the. Tolkien white guy. <laughs> in the set. They kind of made that kind of evident, really, in... No, I shouldn't say evident, but they made it clear in the movie that, like, he was the dumb CIA guy that didn't really know what he what was going on, and this was way too advanced for him. And, like, when he woke up from, like, his coma... Or not coma, but, like, the when they were in South Korea, and then, you know, the next day they woke up in Wakanda, he was like, you know, a wound doesn't heal in over... Like, in just one day kind of thing, and... You know, T'Challa's sister was like, yeah, it does. It's not magic. It's technology. Like, catch up, bro, kind of thing. And that kind of like. Yeah, like, where the fuck you been? (laughs) Right. And it like sets him back. And so, like, in the movie, he just kind of looks like a, a, you know, a little lost white guy. I can't talk today, apparently. but (laughs) It's because you're not on that fucking cold brew. It's because you didn't have your protein. Yeah. Drinking water. You didn't have that protein cold brew. (laughs) Sounds terrible. But I feel like that is a big, subtle. Agnes, the whole movie mm. is ignorance. There's definitely like a lot of like that I feel is the real villain. It like the ignorance and fear of the movie is like you have this culture who because they don't want to lose their culture, they don't want to they want to preserve and protect it from the outside world that they're being so safeguarding it when they can heal somebody within like 2.2 minutes. And it's a lot of that like apprehension and that like, but what is the, what is the world going to think? They're just going to take it all from us. Just like they've done, you know, centuries before or whatever. And then it's also like you have this, the CIA guy in his ignorance and like, Oh, this is just like, you can't do that. You can't you can't heal people. Wakanda's not a real place. And even at the end, when um T'Challa is speaking at the end at the big world conference, we'll call it, and he's like, Hey, I can help you guys out. Like, we're finally opening our doors. And the guy's like, But what can a farmer offer us? Yeah. And it's like the ignorance is there, like the preconceived notions of like the world is gonna take this from us and is destroy it, and then also what do you guys have to offer us? Like y'all are nothing and just a tiny little farmer country. So I do think that was at least in my perspective in watching this movie was one of the main key issues of the movie is the ignorance and fear. And I think that's something and maybe that's why this movie resonates with different audiences is because we all live in that state of we we're, we're hesitant to do something because we're so fearful or we're ignorant about something that um, 
we don't take the time to get to know or we don't take the time to do the research to find out more. And so I do think that's something we've all we've all felt and dealt with. And I, I do love that that in again, in my perspective, was one of the biggest hurdles in the movie. So this, oh, go ahead. Paul. Paul. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, the longest portion of notes I took was literally what you just said. The actual very last line of the movie says, with all due respect, what can a nation of farmers teach the world? And it goes black. That's the end of the movie. So, like, to me in my brain, Mm -hmm. I'm going like, that is that's that's such a heavy message. Like, Mm -hmm. because that's it. Like, and so we're left thinking we Oh, I'm sorry, I should say he smiled. T'Challa smiled and then it went black. Because he knew. They all <laughs> like, smiled like he was like, yeah, like, stupid. Bro, you don't even know. But I, it was so powerful to me that like I literally had to write it down. Because it was and I had to rewind it and I actually put the subtitles on to make sure I didn't screw it up. Because it was so powerful. I'm like, wow, after all of this, after all these things that have happened, mm-hmm. these people are so skeptical because it's something they don't know and it's something foreign to them. And and I think at some point, like we're all scared of what we don't know and what's foreign to us. And that could even be your neighbor. Mm-hmm. That could be anything, you know. Now, do you think this is a question for everyone? Do you think that the director purposely ended the movie that way to kind of like reflect in reality of how sometimes we can be naive or ignorant to what the continent of Africa actually does bring to this world. Cause you know, I feel like that's something that is interpreted a lot of times. Like people will just say like Africa and it's like, well, Africa is not a country to start with, right? Like it's a continent and it's, it's built of like multiple is it countries, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it, it had so diverse, right? Cause it starts from the Mediterranean and then it ends in whatever that ocean is. <laughs> We're not here for we're not here for geo no, for no. the geographics guys. But it's such yeah. a no, it's such a here. massive <laughs> piece of land, and there's so much diversity in it, and there's so many different resources that come from that continent. And I feel like a lot of times people are just ignorant to it, and, or, or you know what I mean. Like I don't know if it's consciously or subconsciously. They just have the Lion King in their yeah, mind. Yeah, honestly, and that's all probably. <laughs> Yeah, I I um I 100% agree with what you're saying and I also think when people think Africa they think of like unfortunately like the commercials we see that are like help these children I think that's what people are relating them to without thinking like that's a small part somewhere in this big continent that has like just so much more to it but because it's not a like people don't often say like oh I'm going on vacation to Africa mm-hmm. Like they're going to Spain, they're going mm-hmm. to Germany, they're going, you mm-hmm. know, all these other places. So I think because it's not something that is well versed, mm-hmm. like I don't think over, you know, a- at least in the, the areas I've been and the people I talk to, it's not something that is seen enough for what it really is. So we just have a perspective in our head of what we're shown, yeah, of like little clips of what we're shown. And like, to be fair, if somebody just took little clips of what they saw when, you, you know, what they see when you're at work mm-hmm. or how they saw you react to your kid at the grocery store or how they saw whatever, then that's the perspective they, they get to you. And it's not always this, you know, they don't always see how great, mm-hmm. you know, you are just based off these little things. And I think that's 
unfortunately a downfall we have here is it's just not something we're super exposed to. Yeah. Thoughts, Paul? Also remember the director, right? Mm-hmm. Like specifically the the director that the guy who directed the film, he is very aware of these things. The films that he wrote and produced before this were were very specific to um trying to get people to understand other cultures and, and other things and other issues. So I think he was very aware um, of that. And then also, if you think, uh, you know, another thing I wrote and was looking at was Africa is a very resource rich nation, mm-hmm. um, starting with diamonds being the obvious, yeah. but um, there's, there's a lot more than diamonds in Africa. And one thing I think Susie, you mentioned was like, yeah, it's a continent with countries, but even within every country, there's different culture. Yeah. There's different groups of people. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking about tribes, but just different groups of people. Mm-hmm. And then also, Africa also includes things like, like Egypt is in Africa. Mm-hmm. Like people don't remember that. People think of Egypt and they're like, it's its own entity. <laughs> continent. No, it's in Africa. <laughs> South Africa, yeah. although it's, even though you put the word Africa at the end of it, you still don't think of it as Africa because there's not people wearing, you know, what we would see on TV, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And it's, it's a, it's a white country. Yeah. Like, uh, to, um, thanks you know, to the British, right? I don't know a better way to put it, but it, it's a, it's a, yeah, I'm a lot of Africans. <laughs> but you look, I mean, Sierra Leone, like. Thanks, all these, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, exactly, right? All of these, all of these countries have so many different resources. Yeah. And I think the movie did actually kind of, kind of portray that like their resource was obviously the vibranium mm-hmm. um that once they knew that once everybody heard about it and saw about it and what it could do that everyone would want yeah and that people would kill and die for mm-hmm. but like the cool thing you kind of touched on paul is like within wakanda you had these separate tribes these groups they weren't all mining for vibranium like the Winter tribe, because that's what I'm oh, going to the call them tribe. right now. The, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Elsa's <laughs> tribe. Um, the Frozens. <laughs> they, like, the guy said that he was, you know, they found T'Challa when the guy was fishing. And then you had, um, then you had the trader tribe, and they were farmers. And so it's like, see, I, I like my name <laughs> of the tribes better. But these tribes, they brought different resources other than vibranium. They were legitimate farmers and fishermen and all of those cool things. So I do like how that was represented within just Wakanda. So I I think that was cool. I do. um, I know we touched on the director, Ryan Coogler. 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 Okay. Um, I think we should shout out because he is from Oakland, which is why the first um uh, the scenes are set in Oakland. He's actually a uh, sta- Sac State up. alumni. And I, I know I'm not from yeah. Sac State. <laughs> yep. Stuka's up. No, that is right. Um that and part. so I know a lot of listeners <laughs> we <laughs> Paul Paul's disagreeing. Paul, it's okay. Um, but one thing I do love, and I remember when Black Panther came out, because I played the soundtrack 
on repeat, and I still play it on the on repeat to this day. Kendrick Lamar dropped some fire box when it came to the album. So I love it. I don't know about you guys, but All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and uh Uh-oh. why am I forgetting her name? I don't know. The girl. Uh whatever her- oh my gosh, I'm forgetting her name. But that song, All the Stars, is fire. And I listen to it to this day and I still think like Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> he did it's his thing. The the soundtrack is is like mm. absolutely amazing, and there's Sacramento musicians on the soundtrack. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm forgetting his name because I actually personally have met him several times, and I remember it in like wow. thirty seconds. Like we're gonna be recording five minutes down the road, and he's gonna be like, "His name is." His name is Peter. Peter, I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm dying. Okay. So I have to bring this up because it made me crack up once it, like, clicked in my head. So you know how the Black Panther gets his powers through the special purple flower, right? Okay. Tell Mm, me. Yes. That flower does not remind you of the night howler flower from Zootopia. <laughs> it totally yeah. is the, the so, blueberry thing that Zootopia, they shoot. Zootopia, like the antidote, uh-huh. or not the antidote, the thing that was making all the animals crazy was they had to eat like this purple flower. Um, and it reminds me of the flower. No? No one? No one's seen Zootopia? I haven't. I haven't seen it in years. I, I know. What? I've seen it. I haven't seen it in years. Oh I couldn't. I I Never mind then. You guys have to watch it because Zootopia like is coming the whatever is yeah. coming on oh, Disney Plus. Shit. Yeah, we'll have to catch up. I haven't seen it in so yeah, long. Yeah, on November 9th. Um, I want to draw attention to the sibling relationship in this movie between T'Challa and his sister nah. because it's done so gracefully that it's not like um like the most important plot in this movie, but I think it represents a sibling relationship so freaking well from like her um comment at the like when he's fighting like when he has to become king and anyone could challenge him when she's like no one's gonna challenge him like can we get it over with or whatever all the way to when she's like hit this suit and he hits it and she's like not that hard and then she's like (laughs) hit it again and he's like you're recording and she's like research and then he hits it and goes flying yeah like that is such a sister thing to do. And then when um, later on when he, they put a thing on the car for him and he gets in, but she's driving and he's like on top and he like knocks someone off and then the car runs it over and she like hella bumps and she's like, what's that? And he's like, nothing. You're doing great. Yeah. Like <laughs> I <laughs> literally love the way they pre- portrayed this relationship between these siblings because there's humor, there's like. Like, where she doesn't take him seriously, and then there's, like, the love and the the serious parts, and, like, clearly, you know, it just, I think it's a very good representation of, you know, kind of a life with siblings. Mm-hmm. And you guys have siblings, so do I you agree. feel like, do you feel like you have a sibling that that's kind of a, like, are you close to your siblings? Do you have that form of a relationship, or... 
Or do you feel like it maybe doesn't coincide with how you see or how you have experienced? I would I would say with my siblings, I'm definitely the Surrey. Like to all I am the annoying <laughs> pain in the ass little sister. I call my siblings, each of them I call every day, sometimes multiple times a day. And like this morning, I had something I wanted to tell my little sister, but she didn't answer the first time. No, no. So I had to call her multiple times, send her text <laughs> messages, and then also send her Snapchats because she was sleeping. Granted, was it 830? Yes. But what I was trying to tell her was so important that she needed to wake up from her slumber for it. It wasn't important at all. But she didn't know that. And I could have been dead. But like, I am the one that (laughs) kind of stirs the pot. (laughs) I stir the pot. I like, (laughs) definitely make sure that but I am also razzing them always like one of my favorite taglines and Every time I go out to eat or I'm eating something good, I'll film myself eating it or like taking a bite of it. And I'll always use my key, like my sign off, I guess you could say, is fuck off, Sammy. (laughs) And that's my older brother. And I just every time, no matter what it is, we're like, just fuck off, Sammy. And that's I. so I'm definitely like that is total sibling relationship that I see. I. My, I, my relationship status is complicated. <laughs> okay, so like, as you guys know, um, my parents are divorced. My dad and my mom got married before and after they married each other. So I have like a total of 10 siblings, right? Like, there's a combination of like half step, all this other stuff, right? But honestly, I don't really talk to them. <laughs> I maybe talked to like three, but I would say my best friend is one of my siblings. It's, she's my youngest sister. Um, and she is the one that like, I'll just, you know, bullshit with her. And, and we, we have fun together all the time. She is very book smart. So like sometimes she gets too technical. Right. And I'm just like, you know, oh, Monica, her name is Monica. And I'm like, Monica, you know, da, 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 da. And she's like, well, you know, Susan, but she gets like pulls out her poli sci major on me. <laughs> <laughs> this man right here. Like, listen, listen here, Poindexter. Dang. Nobody wants that shit But I here. still love her. And it's okay. Because sometimes I do that too. But yeah, she's probably like the only sibling that I say that I would say that I like have that kind of a relationship with. Yeah, I have um, two, well, I have three older sisters, but two that I'm in consistent, like, everyday communication with, Um, and we actually have, like, a group chat, and my mom's in it, and we, like, have a really good relationship, so we're always, you know, talking and joking, but we can also, like, crack jokes on each other, and, like, it's all in fun, and so I see, like, that part of our relationship like between the two of them like we're like one's always kind of like the butt of the joke but like it's just a joke so no one's mad type mm-hmm. of thing um but then mm-hmm. we also know like if you mess with me I got two crazy sisters behind me so come at me bro like mm-hmm. be ready so like we also know there's that aspect of it and I felt like that was well portrayed in this movie um Paul's really quiet over here but Paul's an only child well, that answers that question for Paul. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> yeah. So, okay, but so you have Paul. to have like some type of cousin or maybe a best friend that you had that you still so, aren't connected with. Yeah. So like, well, my entire like actual blood family um, lived in Texas and most of them still do. Um, but I had two best friends. One lived next door. One lived across the street. Um, and we were like just the, we were the as tight as can be. We've been best friends since we're six. One of them is still my best friend. He was in my wedding. Um, our wedding. Our wedding. Our wedding. Our wedding. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Just making sure. Um, and the, no, and the other. No, it was there. Um, yeah, I was, barely, I was barely there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, real G's move in silence. Like, you did the damn thing. I need said a nap. I do. You're I like, need a nap. hey, y'all can fuck off. I paid for this party and it was but hard work paying for it. <laughs> yeah. So, enjoy. Yeah. You showed up at no. You pulled. You pulled like king move right there. That was. I don't want to actually talk to you, fuckers. Like, let me tell you, I don't want to talk to you. But I got this new game on the Switch, so I'm gonna be in the room, that? play my Switch when half of y'all leave. Say and less, like, say less. Have fun. Say yeah. less. Yeah, Paul, you. So you did the thing. You were the Beyonce of the day, and that's what you ca- you came. You saw. So you do you feel like um. Can you relate to the relationship between T'Challa and his sister in this? Yeah, I think my relation would be, you know, they both had brothers and sisters, both of them. And I was we were always together so I could watch their relationships and and kind of, you know, interact with that, I think. Um, So, yeah, no, I, I, I I absolutely understood it. I thought it really did bring. Not like per se comic relief, but it showed fam- a family relationship, right? Like yeah. it mm-hmm. really did add to the story that they were a family and that this was like a, I want to call it like a family business, but like everybody in the family was in the business, right? Like they were all yeah. participating in helping mm-hmm. their country, their, their, their world stay safe. Yeah. While also, you know, maybe picking on each other. Yeah. Yeah. They just got to keep each other on their toes. Like, I ain't going to let the world fuck with you, but I Period. will. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep you humble, Mr. King Chachala. I have a question for you, ladies. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. All right. So after Eric came to Wakanda, right, he turned in the body of Ulysses. And he challenged T'Challa, won the challenge, right? After he, like, tossed T'Challa off the waterfall. Right. <laughs> Technically, he didn't want to go T'Challa didn't die, so get off my fucking chair. <laughs> he came out and said, I never yielded. Like, you got thrown over a cliff. Like, no. I don't know. That scene, though. Know. I'm sorry. Before I ask okay, my question, that anyways. scene in itself was a little bit too intense for me. Like, <sighs> Words were coming up to my eyes like nope no nope <laughs> Susie we gotta we work really on the things you're afraid to. of you're supposed Sorry. to be afraid of spiders you're supposed to hold bleach in your garage because you're afraid of spiders <laughs> boom no. so okay anyway, so uh, Eric is now sitting on the throne and okay Oki Oki is that her name like the main guard what was that her? Is that her name, right? 
No, I thought Oki I thought was the girlfriend. Nakia was the girlfriend. <laughs> okay, that could, that's probably more accurate. Now that now, you say it. You seem like you know. Let's just, you know what? You're right. I don't remember real people's names, so like, don't ask me. Paul doesn't. Okay. Paul hella doesn't. So, no, because if I get the name wrong, then Frankie is going to do like a little side-by-side as oh I'm God, saying like the, the names, and he's going to be like, <laughs> wrong. Yeah. So conversation, right? The, the main guard gal, uh, and then Nakim, Nakia, and this is after the queen and the princess like flee from the village, and they're like, you know, like you need to come with us. Nakia's telling the guard gal, like you need to come with us, um, and she's like, the fuck? What do you mean? Like I can't leave. I'm not gonna, you know betray or become a spy uh like i have a duty to the throne and nakia was like i have a duty to my country like i love my country that's why i'm not gonna let this shit go down essentially right and they kind of part ways in looking at that like scenario right do you think okia so like the guard lady do you think she was right in staying? Do you think that was a right choice? I think it was right for her. Like, I think for what she knew, what knowledge she had, and her loyalty, her oath, she obviously identifies by, like, her pride mm-hmm. comes from that, that work. And to her, that was her work. She said, I made an oath and I'm going to stick to that because at the end of the day, my word is everything. And if I don't have that, I have nothing. And so I do think she did what was right for her in that moment and what she believed was right to help the country. See, I felt like it was like a Game of Thrones moment or even like House of Dragons moment <laughs> where like one house oh, got totally, totally kicked was. out and the next house is coming in and you know, pieces are moving, changing, figuring yes. out where the loyalty yes. lies. And I think she made a bad choice. Like, and I'm not like trying to make this political or anything like that, but like, you know, who's coming into throne, like, you know, their intentions, like they came into Wakanda, Eric came into Wakanda knowing that he wanted to kill T'Challa. Now, granted, did Eric have a rough childhood? Yes. <laughs> you know? I mean, he grew up in Oakland. <laughs> um, they got really good Vietnamese yeah. sandwiches, okay? There's a lot of shops <laughs> around there. I've been to a couple. <laughs> uh, so I, I just had, I had a hard time with that scene because I'm like, you know this family and you know who's coming in. You're, yes, you're betraying the throne, but well, most importantly, you're betraying like the principles of who sits in that throne. Correct. But devil's advocate. Okay, devil's advocate. Um, when you know that the person taking power doesn't have the best of intentions, but you know you know how to do your job, you can almost justify it saying, but if I stay. I know, I know what's going on. I can still protect Wakanda because I can, being in my position, protect Wakanda from him 
being from the inside. I'm, you know, you have an inside man in there who now kind mm-hmm. of can, you know. She might be yeah, able to influence him. Like, say, you know, she might be able to save people by like, hey, hootie hoo, this is what I heard's going down, you know. But, like, you know, we don't know because we didn't experience yeah. that. But maybe being the insider, she feels like, you know, not only is she sticking to her word, but really maybe she feels like, well, I can save them from here. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can help them because I am in a position to do that. Still, if I walk away, I have nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, if that was your the head of your guard, you were T'Challa, right? You just got thrown over there. But you're not dead because you did what not. Would you? But I'm not dead. Oh, but, <laughs> but you're not dead because and the challenge isn't over. Yeah, you didn't yield, but you ain't dead. If that was the head of your guard. What oh, would she's you want stay. her to do? It's it's keep your friends close, your enemies closer. And I think that she knew from like from the start she had to be there because she she was really like the only person who was going to be able to see everything and and she's been she's been around for everything, right? So she knows what happens, how these things work, how the kingdom works and what needs to be done. And I think she also knew that the people behind her were were probably more loyal to her than they were going to be to the king, which I think we saw when the battle started, right? They immediately, like, you know, with, mm-hmm. with her guard, they immediately were like, all right, we got you. And they weren't like, no, we work for the king. They were like, no, we work for you. Mm-hmm. So she, it was like she knew that if anything goes down where, like, maybe we could get this back, if I'm not here... It's it's not gonna happen. Like I genuinely don't know that it would happen if she wasn't there to 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 make sure that the people, you know, supported her. And and no one questioned it at all. Yeah. Do you think if she left that when T'Challa came came back, do you think he would like bring her back and respect her the same? Or do you think he'd be like, I don't know if I could trust you because this was your job and your oath and you gave your word and you left. Mm. So do you they think do it like, in I mean, Game Grant of Thrones? They do it in House of Dragons. This mm. isn't goddamn Game of Thrones. <laughs> well, Shit. I mean, he here's the thing though. Like, I think we see this. Like, he's a forgiving person. Even even when, you know, when he takes care of Eric, like he was going to keep him alive, right? Like, so I think he is a very forgiving person. Extremely. Um, I, you, you know, so I think that he. I think he sees the bigger picture, um, which is something that I actually think kind of runs throughout the whole film is, is sometimes these people seeing the the bigger picture and, and doing things, not doing things or doing things because you see the future results of it. And so I think maybe he would have seen the bigger picture and said, hey, you know, I, I support you and I would, you know, you did what you needed to do. And as long as you're here for me now, then sure. Well, and I think like he knew that T'Challa, um, being he here, I think he knew that Eric oh, was coming yeah. from a place yeah. of hurt, and that's why he was like, "I don't want it, my dad. My dad killed your dad, and I know you you mad. Like, let's work through it." And I think knowing that he was like trying, you know, trying to be slow to anger, like, "Hey, I don't want to fight you," but then at the same time, he does. That's where he had to, you know, curve the personal and the professional 
And like, well, if you're going to throw hands as the king, and I whoop need that to ass, my ready. first. Yeah. yeah. And so that, it, yeah, that kind of leads that's what into like the ending of the movie. And let me tell you, every time I watch that sunset, I cry. I cry like oh, a baby. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't cry, but I do think. Because like, look. Eric's dad from the beginning and when Eric went into like the ancestral planes, the dad was like, I should have taken you back. Like the son, the one thing that he said about Wakanda was that, well, two things, one that they would say that you're lost Two that the sunsets are like unbelievable. And I, you know, Eric's never been there. He's doesn't even know what that would look like. And then, for his one time or one ish time to see the sunset is when he's like dying, right? <laughs> and it's just, ah, oh, it just makes it full circle and it's so sad. And that's what I do love about this movie is it really, there's, you yeah. love to hate the villain. Like Michael B. Jordan, he I is the him. villain. See, I hated him the whole movie. But I you just- love him. Okay. Okay, Paul, you came out with a strong H word there. First of all, he's gorgeous, no, no, so no, we can't hate anyone that gorgeous. It's illegal. Second of all, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's illegal. Second of all, Pablo, it was just he was hurt. He grew like his dad got I, killed. With I just claws. I feel like I have a like my brain, and I know my brain works in a very different way. Like I hated him the whole movie. Yes, it does because he like. He, they, they didn't just kill his dad because he was mean to them. Like, he did something that absolutely violated oh, their country. But how, and, he's and, a kid. He don't know. They just left him uh, homeless. Right, but I said it. At which point he, he found out why it happened. Where is the rage? Why, why are you still rageful towards the people that did something that they knew they had to do? Again, you know how my brain works. So, like, in my brain, it was just like... I think but, because when you're going through a loss... I, I feel like when there's no one to blame, you have to blame someone. And sometimes if the person to blame is someone you love so much, it's hard to just not want to blame someone else. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely didn't have like any closure. Like there was, there was well, no and sometimes closure. Yeah. you can't see past your right. cause. Like to him, he was the excluded prince of Wakanda. And the Wakandans knew about him. No, they didn't. And they didn't know about until he then he they, until he showed up to the king and he was like, "Ask me, ask me who I am, yeah. ask me." Remember? No, but but the uh, Baba oh, Dad, yeah, 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 Baba yeah. Dad, he knew about him, and the other guy knew about him. So there were, I mean, like they knew he existed, mm. and they left That's him. Up. They did not take him back, and so for him and like his dad's picture, they like mission aligned. Mm. Like his dad wanted to bring. Wakanda's resources to a hurting culture, to a broken, like a culture that is repeatedly oppressed over mm-hmm. and over again. When they have, he knows there's tools to help them, but there's not. And again, for um, Eric Killmonger, there was tools he didn't have to raise up or be raised without his family. That didn't have to happen because people knew he existed. There was tools and resources out there to help him, and he was denied those. And so for him, sometimes it's like you can't see past the scope of your pain and your hurt and your cause. 
Because again, it's that ignorance. He never knew about what or like the goodness and the pureness of mm-hmm. Wakanda in that family aspect because he was denied that because they wanted to be like, oh shit, we just killed brother. We shouldn't have killed brother. Oh, let's mm-hmm. hide this. And so, and again, and so that's where I feel like there is some redemptive qualities in his characters. He just wanted good for his culture. He just wanted to bring the goodness to uh, um, away from this oppressed like world. Yeah. And so I do, I do think that was redemptive. And he just wanted to see a sunset. Yeah. Like, give the boy a damn um, sunset. Honestly, an actor, and I don't know his name, that I think deserves credit is the little boy that played Eric. Because to me, the saddest scene in that movie yeah. wasn't the sunset. It was when they flash back on the little boy when he looks up and he like sees what's going through the sky, but he automatically knows something's yeah. wrong. And he runs upstairs and his dad's on the ground and he's just like holding him crying. That's the scene that got me. Mm. That to me is the saddest scene in the movie. And that little boy um, killed the amount of emotion that needed to be put in it. It didn't seem fake. It didn't seem over the top. It seemed raw. It seemed, it seemed yeah. so like he's experienced that before. Like it just seemed so yeah. real. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Susie's being hecka reflective it right is. now. She's like internally searching. Can I see past the scope of my pain? Um, my therapist said someday. Thoughts <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, on what we can expect from Black Panther 2? Because sometimes you just have this movie that kills it, focus, and then. You get a sequel, Focus Focus 2, and it does not live up to the standards of the original. And this movie being, I mean, as phenomenal as it is, do you think... It's iconic, I would say, too. I I, I agree. I think it's very iconic. Do you think that Mm -hmm. Black Panther 2 can live up to this hype? Do you... What do you think we can expect? Like, what are you... What are you feeling? All right, so I feel too. I mean, it's it, it can't be this iconic. Like it just can't. Like and it, but it also doesn't have no. to. Be. I don't think it needs to be. Um, I see it almost in the the more recent Star Wars movies where like you want to see it, and many people who are fans of it will think it's good. Uh, I expect it. I think the interesting thing is a lot of us that aren't like daily like reading chat boards about it are are open to seeing what happens, right? Because we all have so many ideas of who's going to take over and who's this and there's no T'Challa and especially with the fact that T'Challa never died, right? So like we're we're starting a new movie where Mm -hmm. as a fan, the only reason T'Challa is dead is because Chadwick died. So hopefully like it it needs to quickly tell us how we're going to get to where we're going in a movie without him. And then what is the story? So I'm hoping that it gets there quickly so then we can just kind of relax and enjoy. Like, I, I want to I re- be able to relax and enjoy a, 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 another good story with, with great actors, like we've mentioned a million times now, like, and, and be able to walk out just saying, that was a good movie. But it, it, there's no possible way for it to be what the other one was because there's, there's factors that don't exist and can't. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, it would be a little different had um, Chadwick not been in the movie, not because of a passing, but because he chose not to. 
I think it would be easier to watch without him because you're like, fuck that guy, you know, like he just, you know, like when there's a sequel and the person doesn't want to come back and you're like, yeah, like I fell in love with this because of you. Thanks a lot. Um, I -hmm. think that Black Panther 2, it'll be different because he did pass. But I think what that's going to cause people is a lot of heartache. Like, I think it's going, you know, it's like watching a family video after you lose someone and then you see him in that family video or, you know, or the first family event without that person. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's what this will be. I think it'll be, you know, I think people will go into it just emotional because of, you know, what he did for the first movie and um, him not being in this one. But I do think you're right. I think if they find a way to address it quickly in the movie um, so it's not confusing, so it's not like they just wrote him out, um, as long as it's, like, addressed, like, whether it be, like, he passed the, like, he passed the spot like the king like his position as king over you know to mm-hmm. eric or to what like however they do it like i think if it's done early that it, you'll be able to fully enjoy the movie because they addressed it i think if it goes unaddressed i will be irritated and i don't see that happening i don't think it would go yeah i don't think it would go that way first of all because i think this movie is is their way of honoring the legacy of chadwick like they have to address it. And I think, especially with how much care, time, and thought process they put into making this first one, just how iconic as it is and how beautifully made and how they wanted to, like, the heavy hitters with the actors and actresses. Like, I think that they will totally use that in the second to really, like, this was his, like, his legacy. Like, Chadwick will always be forever tied. No matter, I, and I'll be I'll be completely honest. I could probably only think of one or two movies other than Black pa- Panther that he's done, and so I do think like this is this is what people think Chadwick, and like you will always correlate the two. And so I think the cast and the director and everyone knows how do we continue to uphold. I don't think in any way this will be as great as, but I do think they will use this movie more as in reverence of and to really continue that. I think so too. And I think the other thing that we have, um, and, and you can tell me if you agree or not, but I think the other thing we have to look forward to is like, this movie was so iconic because it really embraced a culture that, that doesn't get embraced this way very often. And it really just kind of set, I feel like just set, the playing field like it you know this is possible look at this and i think that the one thing you're gonna that i expect to see is that black panther 2 is gonna do the same thing they're i think they're gonna go just as hard as black panther 1 did i think that um you know you have it's it's just such a big representation of of a culture that's not represented enough and i think that because of the outpouring of support that they got i mean this movie is one of the only movies to in the weekend it was released make more money than they spent making the movie. Wow. In a weekend. And so I think that that alone should tell you how powerful this movie was. And um, I I think because of that and because of um, what it surrounded with, I think that it's going to do great. I think that I think that Black Panther 2 will be a, a great movie. Yeah. And see, okay, so this is what I don't know. Maybe, Paul, you do know. Um, the 
Black Black Panther is obviously based off of a Marvel um, comic. Do you know if in the comic the Black Panther was actually from like Africa or from you know from the continent of Africa? That's my understanding. Okay. Yeah. I think it was next yes. to Sudan. Oh, okay. Okay. Like it is on the continent it. of Africa. Ooh, she's so mad. <laughs> I love it. Love it. That would be, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see like what the storyline will be because you know obviously the first one is based off of the comic, so the second Black Panther, um, or it's called Wakanda Forever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, is going to be completely original from my understanding because there is no comic book. So that'll no, I think there, I think there is a Lady Black Panther comic. Oh, is there? I think in the comics it does turn to a lady at some point. I could be wrong, Frankie. Don't get come fired. at me if I'm wrong. Well, I'm so, gonna I'm gonna get fired every episode. And we have a <laughs> mutual friend who is like he is deep into comics, Dennis. Oh, okay, yes, and yes, he, yes, he's like deep, deep, deep into this world. So he and he's talked. He's been talking to me about this movie for, and I mean this literally almost two years. Um, and it, it like his speculation has changed every four to six months. Um, like where who is going to be the back planter? Does there have to be one? Um, mm, and then the other question, question being, yeah, there does. Like everyone knows that Wakanda exists now, so like, do we see it as 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 people that aren't from there? Do we now know where it is, and do mm. we see the not just the farming section, but do we see the 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 big buildings and the you know all the, the gorgeous waterfall? Yeah, all where of they do the, the stuff. Fighting. You know, or is mm-hmm. it still like y'all don't oh, really cool. see us, but we're gonna give you a little bit? Like, there's just I think there's so many ways that it could go that it it like it's almost like it it's bound to not fail. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the right word, but like how yeah. could it, how could it? Yeah. Well, and then yeah. I guess my theory behind yeah. it is like, well, when you watch Black Panther, when you left that movie, did you feel proud? Oh yeah. Like, didn't you feel so empowered? That so, like, that's how I feel. Is like, Black Panther two. I I don't see failing because I don't see that feeling going away. Like, like I don't know how else to say it other than like, when black people like are gonna show out. Like they like look at them. Like look at Black Panther one. They were like, we are here. We are stars. Like I don't mm-hmm. see like they wanted to. If they wanted to represent for their culture, you know yeah. what I mean? Like. I, I don't see them going like, oh, we'll go soft on Black Panther 2. And yeah. if anything, no, I, I think agree. because no. Chadwick's not there, like, everyone's going to pick that up. Like, everyone's going to want to, like, you know when, um, Paul, when we watch those damn cooking shows and they're like, this meal's for my mom or this meal's for my great, great, great grandma. Like, but they always kill that meal. Like, we know, like, they're top three. I feel like that's going to be this movie. Like, I feel like everyone's going to show out even more. Um, just like in memory, in his memory, like they want to do yeah. him proud as well as do this whole culture proud. And I, I think they're going to show out. Yeah. I mean, I have no doubt either. I'm was just more curious about like that correctly. What the storyline, you know, where, how is it going to look like? Where is it going to be look inspired that from? Well, there it's could be week. like, there's, there's trailers. I mean, <laughs> I'm all, hold on. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like Killmonger, he did have them burn all the all the boysenberry flowers. So like, but they, 
there could like you could go that route of no Black Panther. You could go that and I mean okay. this this is from my nerd husband Frankie don't come for me, but like you could go white hey, tiger are now. You, Who knows? Or white Are wolf. you ready? Are we ready for Wakanda Forever's plot? Are you ready? Because I'm just going to read yes. it. Do it. Black Panther Wakanda Forever will reflect the death of Chadwick Boseman as it finds its queen, Ramonda Angela Bassett. Shuri, Mabaku, um. and Okoyo. Did I, how do you Okoye. say it? Okoye. Um, fighting to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. So he does die. But like, who the they panther? They the queen. Hmm. Very interesting. The queen, the panther? I don't think there is. It doesn't look, well, here's the thing. They could be not saying it because they just want it. Like, um, like Bing Bong, you know, like they never released there was going to be a Bing Bong so that when yeah. you watched it, like, you were like, oh, my God, it's Bing Bong. So maybe that's what they're doing. Or maybe. Um, oh, or maybe. Because comic books, I think it was the little maybe sister. maybe we are going to see a woman now, which I think would be fucking great. Maybe we're going to see a black woman running this community now. And how freaking amazing would that be? That would be amazing. I would watch Angela Phenomenal. Bassett. If, she, if they want to put her in charge, okay, she could boss me around. Watch her I would, in she everything. Could boss me around. Like she could just, Isn't she could she just sit Stella? there and read me Doctor Seuss books. Isn't I would Stella? watch that. Like how Stella got Stella. her groove back. She's in nine one one. Yeah, she is in 911. But isn't she Stella? Oh, yeah. We watch like, yeah. you know 911? No, no, no. It, yeah. it, no, the show is called 911. It's really, really good. Oh. Highly recommend. Um, but I think she's Stella, like on how Stella got her groove back. Like she is a baddie. She's a baddie correct. among baddies. She's a queen. And I think that the um, music for number two, we're going to be slapping it, I think. I think the soundtrack is going to be fun. Riri's well, it, already done her song dedicated to Chad. She I was released like say. a very small clip and it went viral in like instantly. And mm. it was like in. It brought Riri yes. out of retirement. That's what Chadwick Paul did. Is not a Riri fan, but. What? I know. It's weird. Well, for. Or for. Just well, because she Paul. ruined the career of one of the greatest baseball players in the history of baseball. A man fails and they blame it on a woman. She did. Of course. Okay, yeah. Wow. How, who, 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 how did she ruin it? Was she out there swinging no, us No, but she was taking no. him. She was <laughs> taking him. All I got to say is he was the best player in baseball one year. He started dating is, her. Yeah, but is he a <laughs> grown-ass man? Is he like a grown-ass man to make his own like damn he decisions? he handle his work-life balance. That ain't Riri's fault. She mm-hmm. was doing just fine. She was thriving. That exactly Sounds like a personal it. problem. Thank that you. means... <laughs> That means she just had the million dollar P and he Hello. just couldn't say no to it. And so mm-hmm. sorry about it. This is so wrong. <laughs> yeah, Paul, you came on a lady podcast. <laughs> yeah, you can't yep. let that fly. Look, you, you, you take that shit over to Geek Freaks and they'll, they'll help you. Even Trek Freaks will take no. you. Right? <laughs> yeah, even Trek Freaks. Oh, I've seen maybe two episodes. I remember who the rapper is. Though. Who's the rapper? <gasps> Mozzie. And I don't know how I, I forget Mozzie. I almost said Mozzie. Yeah. I almost asked you if it was Mozzie. And Mozzie's on like two or three tracks. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I almost asked you because I'm like, well, I know it's not oh, Lee. Yeah. Like, who's the other yeah. rapper in Sacramento? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe Mozzie. 
It is. Uh, All right. So, so should we ask the uh, question? We are asking the GD question, you guys. Does Black Panther go in the Disney Moms Gone Wrong Hall of Fame? And my answer is hell to the yes. Hell to the yes. Same. I can't imagine saying no. Like, what is there not to love about this movie? Yeah, it's I don't get it's it. phenomenal. Like, I just really, really love it. Paul, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I vote yes. I watched it like a time and a half today. What movie can you watch a time and a half? You know what else, you guys? And we didn't even ask this question. And I know it's like, you know, this is normally when we wrap up. But we didn't even ask if you guys watched it with any of your kids. And this morning, I turned it on. And within minutes, Huck woke up. So I went and got him. And normally, he's like, I want milk. I want whatever. But I will shit you not. This little boy crawled up on bed, on the bed, sat in between my legs, turned around, and then just stared at the movie for like 20 minutes and then finally was like milk come on come on mom come on milk so we went downstairs and I was like I have to watch it like I want to be really fresh for the podcast I want to watch it so I put it on downstairs and he got his milk and he sat with me and then they were like fighting and he was like oh no and then like it's okay and then something else and he'd be like oh no mom and then like um one scene when um when Eric and T'Challa are fighting, um, Hug goes, what's happening? And I was like, <laughs> but he walks, like, I mean, he's, he's almost two. So like, he's not going to sit for two hours, but he no. watched like a very good portion and then would come back and sit with me and watch throughout the whole rest of the movie. Like he was very, and I don't know if it was just like, it's action packed. So like, maybe cause like they were always moving and honestly, Wakanda's gorgeous. So like, it could have been like the water running down the rocks or or the mm. or the sunset or you know what I mean? Like it could have been so many different things because Wakanda's beautiful. But Huck actually really paid a lot of attention to this movie. Wouldn't you agree? It's six or seven in the morning, too. So like I was like, Paul, look. Because I was <laughs> like, all the am things I he could do? Yeah, I was <laughs> like, Am I just seeing this? I was like, Paul, look. And Paul's like, <laughs> oh my God. Cause he was just like literally stuck on the movie. Like, so so intrigued. And I thought that was cool. Oh. Uh, my baby's been sick for like the past three-ish oh. days. So there's oh. been a lot of uh, Bluey and uh, Toy Story in my house. So I watched it when he was asleep. Mm. <laughs> uh, what about you? Did huh? any of your kids watch it, Sarah? Uh, I had it on today, like, you know, while the girls were playing. Like, Kyrie would focus on it in and out of it she wasn't like into it but she was definitely into independent play today and that was just so over i'll take that it, I over um yeah yeah well do you know if amaya's watched this movie I don't watch <laughs> yeah she's seen it um she saw it with me the first time i want to say and how how if do you recall how she how her reaction I, I know that she loved it. Like I even want to say that she I'm trying to think she had cousins who like had the costumes and like she's she's always been very very aware of it. And especially like when we go to Disneyland, it was definitely like I think one of the one of the times we went was after the movie came out and you know, Disney was very quick to try and implement it within the park and she was very excited to try and, you know, see the Black Panther. We saw 
Didn't I? I think so. When you engage? Yeah. I love that they have the 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 women warriors I do love like a that. skit. That's and they're fierce as hell. Their interactive show was really hundred percent. Yeah. Well, um, you guys, make sure you are following us on socials. We're getting ready to do some giveaways. Christmas season is coming up. We didn't ask Sarah if she's voting. <laughs> Bitch, we didn't ask you. Oh, me. Be- no. because I wasn't asked. I'm just gonna You're say liar. no, just to stir You're the pot. It is not in my. I would never watch. You're a liar that because again. there's a no, lot of uh, shit that's happening in this movie. So you would definitely watch it again. Mm. And Angela Bassett's in this movie. You would definitely watch. It. It's gorge um i would thousand percent i've watched it it is it is one of my top favorite Um, well i haven't seen a lot so it's definitely one of my top it's a same y'all know who my husband is i've seen almost all of them it is it is a top five but yes it is in the disney mom gone wrong you know what i appreciate about this movie is that you don't have to watch all of the other movies to follow the storyline Yes. And I yeah. felt like Thor was like that. But you do for the end credits. The end credits you do. because Yeah. Like, um, but I did like that. I could enjoy the whole movie. I didn't have to ask Paul, like, why'd they do that? What am I missing? What don't I understand? Um, I do really appreciate that. Um, well, that is a unanimous four for four going in to the DMGW Hall of Fame. You guys catch us on socials, Facebook, Instagram at Disney Moms Gone Wrong, Twitter, DMGW Podcast. We have new merch coming out. We um, have some excited stuff going on. We're already talking Christmas giveaways. So get your decorations up quick. Um, and we are currently tying up the Halloween costume contest giveaway. So make sure you guys find us. Drop a review on that purple podcast app. Hashtag Save Sarah. Hashtag Chesney Energy. Yeah. Bring it. So our next episode is going to be another top five. I'm so excited about this. I'm excited. Um, Yes. We are going to be reviewing top five Christmas Disney movies. Yes. Uh, And our mediator, or like our judge, I should say. Not mediator. I feel like I'm in family court again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Someone's triggered. Oh, <laughs> our judge also triggered ah anyways uh it's gonna be frankie our boss so boss man's gonna be on the next episode i'm super excited what do you girls think about that um i'm ex- i feel like he I'm just excited, mad at me so he's not gonna pick any of my picks. i'm excited but like you don't ever want to make the boss mad so i'm gonna try to get on that episode a little early i, oh, I, I do. do it on purpose now I do. I'm a little shitster. What would Paul say? I'm mildly passive yeah, aggressive. But also, but mis- I told Paul to take also out the misunderstood. mildly. <laughs> uh, mm. Yeah. I see. Paul's like a low key fan. Him and Chesney. He's a low key. Save Sarah. Him and Chesney have a Sam, Save Sarah fan, fan club, and like, they meet on Wednesdays in the hall closet. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like, he can't outright say I'm the favorite on the podcast because like. Hello. Sleep next to. Well, Chesley doesn't give a shit. Right. So I get and who buys her groceries? <laughs> Me. Mom, oh. guess who my favorite is? <laughs> who is it, sweetheart? Sarah. I'm like, Come. all right. I like how Paul Loki in the yeah, back. I guess who's sleeping <laughs> Loki on the couch? <laughs> Him also. 
<laughs> Not me. Oh. Thank you, Paul, for um, hanging out with us and giving us some perspective. Yes. Thanks, Thanks for Paul. having me. It's, uh, Round of applause. I really enjoyed it. You can come back anytime. He's like our biggest fan, basically. So he's like living a dream. Mm. Pretty much. <laughs> I've already told half my friends. So, I'm like, guys, one podcast tonight. Can't talk. <laughs> Half of his two friends. We already they, told they, half of his two said, friends, you guys. They said, with who? It's been on the schedule for weeks. Said, I'm busy, guys. Yeah. I don't even ask. It really was half of my two My best gal pals. <laughs> I'm so oh, I love it. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Get ready for our top five Disney Christmas movies. I'm super juiced. Um, Tis the season. Ho, ho, mm-hmm. ho. Start shopping. You got like seven Fridays uh, left. No. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? My share that was like half the Christmas be coming up already. I have eight dollars in my in my bank account. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. Wakanda forever. Oh my. All right. Wakanda forever. Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.